Welcome back to Elevate the Podcast, where we have candid conversations about life, ag, and rural entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Natalie Kavoric. In most industries, if you are coming out with a newer superior product, you just point out how your product is superior. You don't try and ban all of the other options. And I'm your host, Tara Vanderdusen. I feel like it's like when you go to a steakhouse and you see something kind of exotic on the menu and you're like, oh, that's so cool. I'm going to try it. You try it. But the next time you come back to the restaurant, you want your like good old fashioned steak. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Thursday episode. Uh, it's a candid conversation. And this week we have an industry news, which is always exciting because Tara and I like to get, I don't know, a little excited and share something we find trending in the news that we hope you guys connect with too. And it's a good one because you had found an article originally. And then since then, like there's been some updates, I guess, or like new information to it that we're adding um, that we brought up this morning. So I'm excited. I know. It's confirmation bias. It's like when you <laughs> buy a new red truck and then all of a sudden everyone has, we're like, oh, this is in the news everywhere. This is great. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't seen you in like a week. How has, <laughs> what's been home life like since the summit? I know. We are actually talking about how amazing it is that we live so far away, but we see each other in person so frequently. Like at least once a month. I know. It's crazy. Um, good. Things are good on the ranch. Um, Jack started, I guess, since we've talked with everyone, Jack started preschool. And I'm one of those lucky moms, I guess. I don't know. I guess it's all relative. But um, he loves going. He's so excited to go in the morning. Um, he was kind of a little worn out the last day of the, his first week. But I think that's just because, again, very lucky mom. I have sleepers. Um, so Jax always sleeps in. So he was on like a whole new routine waking up early. But yeah, it's been, it's been, I don't know. I'm still processing it. I don't know why I'm like affected by Jax going to preschool so much. It's silly, but I am. I'm just so happy for you that he likes it because my kids do not. Annalise has cried every single day and this is her second year of pre-K and she's five. And um, it's just like, oh, it's so draining in the morning. Like it just is a bummer. But his first day of school picture is probably my favorite thing. I know. I he was should... just so happy and so excited. Like, I know. I adorable. I haven't even shared it. I should share it on our Elevate Ag page for everyone because uh, it is, it's so jacks. It's so funny. Um, what are you going to do about Annalise with school? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Both of my kids hated going to school. And um, Guinevere, for some reason, finally in kindergarten, they both – like we had – I've always worked, but I had in-home childcare for a really long time. And then when they were four, they both went to pre-K and Guinevere cried and cried and cried. It was the year like that COVID hit, like so fall of 2019 and spring of 2020. And when they canceled school for the rest of the year, Guinevere was like, this is the best day of my life. Like she was like, so in March, she was still struggling. Um, And then Annalise, I don't know, we're trying to like work through it and I'm trying to like have some techniques, but. I don't know. I feel like some people just go through it and some people don't. It's like so weird. But Gwen is such a farm girl. Not that Annalise isn't, but Gwen, I mean, she spends so much time with Daniel. Like they've been, haven't they been having like little dates you mentioned? Yeah. So that's actually one of my like really good friends was like, the dairy is just too fun for her. Like, why would she want to leave? And this week, actually, uh, my kids have off school on Friday because Friday and Monday because the holiday. So on Friday, Daniel actually took Guinevere to our heifer ranch. It's like three hours away and she's been wanting to go. But just with school starting, you know, whatever, she hadn't been able to go. So they are currently, currently we're at the heifer ranch. 
So she's she's living her best life, non school life. She is. Yeah, best non school life, just going with dad to the ranch. Yeah, you need to make her like clean the barn or like clean the house or something. So she's like, <laughs> much rather go to school. No, thank you. I know. I know. Daniel was like, she should start doing the wash with the herdsmen in the evenings um, at the barn. And I was like, she would probably like that though. So I yeah. don't know. But now she likes school. So that's what I was going to say. All of a sudden in kindergarten, it just clicked and she was like, I love it. And I was really hoping that was going to be so. Last year was Annalise's first year going to pre K at four, like four year old pre K. And I was hoping it was going to like click this year. And so far it hasn't. But I don't know. We're only like a week and a half in. Well, I'll say a prayer for you. Yeah, thank you. Please do. Before we – you have this week's weekly obsession. Before we jump into that, do you want to maybe share – I feel like we've been doing everyone who is a routine listener, which by the way, thank you if you're a routine listener. Um, But our last episodes, we've been sharing a lot about the guides we have made. And I feel like it's been a lot. So maybe we could just review all the different kind of downloads people have. Because I, like I said, I feel like we've just – we're like, we have this freebie. We're like Oprah. We're like, we have a freebie and you get a freebie and you get a freebie. <laughs> yeah, we do have like a few right now. Um, so do you want to just like list them out? Yeah. So we have like an advocacy resource guide. So that's the guide where it links to different articles, research, publications that support like positive animal agriculture like – in it being a good part of like climate, like being a solution to climate change, how um, it's important in our diets, all sorts of different things. But it's it's related to like advocating for agriculture, essentially. So that's one of them. We created that. I mean, you kind of had bones for it, but we yeah. get asked so frequently, like, how do I respond to this? Or I want to have a conversation with someone like, do you have a good source for me? And so that's where we kind of decided to build that resource guide out is because um, we know so many people who are looking for sources. It takes a lot of time to do that. And so um, if you don't have the time to do it, our resource guide would be a great download for you because we have them all listed for you. All you have to do is click the link. Yeah, and we have it all broken out and titled and everything. So it's just really easy to very quickly scan. Be like, oh, that's probably what I'm looking for. Um, okay, so our other one is top three tips for sharing online. We have a self-guided like Instagram audit to evaluate your Instagram page. And then do you want to share about our most recent one? We just went live last week. Yeah, it was our 12 ways to make money online. Again, another hot question Tara and I always get. Um, and one we really want to be a place of value for because we do have a lot of experience under our belts in this online world and kind of turning it into a business for us. So that's a really great resource. If you are sharing online and you're kind of struggling to bring in an income, we kind of go through 12. There's a ton. I like to say there's a ton of different ways to make money online. We give 12. Obviously, our 12 isn't the only way, but it's at least a starter um, list to kind of get you thinking and aware of some things you may not be and we kind of go over the ways we monetize. And honestly, it pairs really great with last Tuesday's episode, which would be episode 30, I believe. Um, yep. Yes, episode 30. Episode 30. Look, I know it and you I didn't know. know it. <laughs> Yay. Monetizing social media. So download that. We're going to list all of these freebies in our show notes. And then obviously just being a part of our email list, we send a Tuesday weekly email that covers a lot of the same stuff. So if you find value in that kind of conversation around like sharing online and monetizing it, you're not signed up for our email list, you're going to want to do that. Yeah. And we will link all of this in the show notes so you don't have to go scrambling around looking for it. So I think this week is my uh, weekly obsession, right? Yep. Yes. Yes, I am. Um, you're, I'm gonna. I'm laughing about because it's gonna relate to something you just said. But um, my weekly obsession is ranch water from Lone River Beverage Company. So last week at this 
uh, Elevate This Summit, Katie Beal Brown, the founder of Ranch Water or Lone River Beverage Company, actually spoke at our summit. And it was incredible. As we have said, we've shared online about it too, as well as in the podcast last week. But she and her team sent every woman at the summit and us to a gift basket with Ranch Water and the Rancheritas. So my weekly obsession is actually the Rancheritas. They were, I like loved them. I thought it was like kind of like a it definitely tastes like a margarita, but just like a little lighter and a little like fresher. I don't know. I loved it. But we ended, I ended up with a lot of ranch water left over. And I feel like Oprah, I'm like, you get a ranch water, you get a ranch water. Everybody gets ranch water because I drove. So I ended up with like people that flew. I ended up with their ranch waters. So I wish I either one lived closer to you so I could have joined them in person or two, I wished I would have drove so I could have took home like half of the wealth too. Um, I know. I've always – I'm glad you picked this as a weekly session. I've always been a big fan of Ranch Water. They actually sent me Ranch Water kind of in the very beginning when they were kind of um, – well, I mean, they still send out to people sharing online influencers. But I've always been. They have a prickly pear one that I'm a big fan of. Yeah, I've always been a Ranch Water girl. Girly. Ranch Water girly. The, like I said, the Rita is definitely by far my favorite. And this week was the, the first time I've ever had it. So I'm pretty much hooked on that one. And I feel like I love the brand even more just because after meeting Katie in person, she doesn't share a ton online, like on her personal page. I've listened to a few podcasts with her where she was um, the guest speaker and I've like loved her story. And um, obviously you like connect somewhat to someone when you hear them sharing, you know, whether it's like speaking on stage or like through a podcast form. But again, just meeting people in real life is like a whole different experience. And she is so well I feel like she's a well-balanced between like a warm, inviting personality, but just cutthroat, sharp-minded businesswoman. So, I mean, I could have spent much longer than the hour we had with her. I was like, please don't go. Please stay. <laughs> please stay and hang out with the women all day. She's also just like so deeply rooted in her why and like her marketing strategy. Like, I don't know. It was just, she was fascinating. I loved her. I'm so glad she poured into our women. Um, I know they all left with like so much value from her, so... So if you guys haven't, Ranch Water is not available everywhere, but if you go to their website, like a lot of beverage companies, you can search your zip code and see like local places that are close to you to buy it. And if you haven't tried Ranch Water, you should try and source and then crack one open and enjoy. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so we going straight into this great topic, this hot topic for this week? We are. Um, so I, the other day, actually Googled food articles trending, I think, or trending food articles. And this popped up. So kind of the end of August, mid-August, Taco Bell tests improved plant-based protein in a new cheesy taco. It says, despite the chain's foray into proprietary fake meat, Taco Bell says another plant-based product from Beyond Meat is still on the way. So we're going to be talking all things plant-based meat alternatives today. Yeah, we're going to be talking plant-based meats at fast food restaurants. Yes. This is not a new topic. I feel like fast food restaurants have been on and off trying different things like since like 2000. I don't know. The first article I saw about Sonic maybe was 2018. So we're like, you know, almost like four or five years into this of them trying it. Taco Bell even has like had an interesting. They have been one of the companies that has actually made in-house plant-based meats. And this is their first partnership with who did you say? Is it Beyond Meat? Is that who they partnered with? Yes. Yeah. And what's also funny is that it, there are like five layers of cheese on the taco. So I'm just like, <laughs> you want plant-based meat, but you're going to put dairy on it? Like, it just, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm happy that it has dairy on it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about that, but it just seems counterintuitive, I guess, for me. 
Yeah. I mean, I think, I guess first off, I want to say like, I, this is not about consuming plants or not for me. Um, I obviously believe in like a well-balanced diet. For me, it's about, I think this claim or plug into about how people are still trying to market this plant-based product as like sustainable and more healthy than beef. And I feel like that's what the aspect Taco Bell is coming at it from. And again, the aspect every every other fast food company is coming at it from. I have a great quote, and it's the other article that we just found, is that McDonald's actually dropped their plant-based meat, their McPlant. Um, They dropped it in August. When they dropped it, the sales, though, tanked on that one by 6%. Beyond Meat. The shares of Beyond Meat fell 6% after the announcement that McDonald's would no longer have the McPlant. And some the, the interesting comment I wanted to say was the reason that the McPlant was yet another mass-produced fake meat burger as a savior to the impending climate disaster. And I just, that comment right there, like the plant, the McPlant at a McDonald's is not going to save the quote unquote climate disaster. Like just. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I think it's interesting again, that fast foods are even trying to break into that industry. Because again, if you're coming from like a healthy diet, I'm sorry, but I don't think that like, I, I don't typically associate fast food chains with like a healthy diet. And I mean, I will die on the hill that ruminant grazing is one of the best things we can do for the planet. So I just don't, I just don't get their aspect of trying to include it. I also, so far, every company that seems like that has introduced a plant-based burger has dropped it. So Burger King had the Impossible Whopper and they, in 2019, by 2020, they dropped it. Now McDonald's like is dropping theirs. They're beyond meat. I read in the McDonald's article that as little as three uh, beyond McPlants were being served a day. Like they just, I just don't, yeah, like I just don't know that you're like going, like, I don't know. I think of like people who want to be more plant-based, quote unquote. I see them more like if they're going out to eat, they're going to a restaurant and maybe ordering like a salad. I don't know that you're going to be like, yes, I'm going to go to McDonald's and order a McPlant. And again, like most of these items are like if you're a hardcore vegan, they're cooked on a grill with other meat. So that's been problematic for a lot of these places. Um, A lot of them serve cheese on top. Again, not vegan then. And so it just seems like it's I'm kind of like, are we going to just like keep rolling these out and realizing they're not quite working? Right. Which is one of the reasons why I guess maybe I wanted to still talk about this. Cause like you said, this isn't like technically trending news, but I'm just so shocked that Taco Bell is like trying to dip their toes in again, especially when McDonald's just dropped it. It makes yeah. me wonder like what's going on behind the scenes that they're trying it again. Yes. And like, if you read the Taco Bell article, they're like, well, they've tried this and dropped this. They've tried that and they're adding this and they're, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, it just doesn't seem to be, I mean, I guess you're always trying to be innovative and try new things. One of the ones that's from an article that I saw from a while ago was actually about Sonic. And I found it to be the most interesting. Sonic, instead of offering a plant-based burger, they actually did a beef mushroom blend burger. It was 25% mushrooms. And supposedly it had really great taste. Like the mushrooms were really great. And like the combination between the beef and the uh, mushrooms made people feel like they were like, quote unquote, eating healthier and ended up like increasing sales. I don't think it's still on the menu anymore. So I don't know what happened. But I thought that was actually like an interesting to change it up. Like it wasn't, it like had plants, but it wasn't fully plant-based. When we were at Animal Ag Alliance last May, one of the speakers was actually talking about this in their, I was 
doing emails, going through emails when I should have been paying attention. So I don't remember exactly how they use it, but it did catch my attention because she was talking about how it's a way to kind of work together um, yes. without like, again, kicking out animal bait, you know, animal agriculture. Yeah. I liked the collaboration um, effort and I've seen a lot of registered dietitians that are like, yeah, let's promote plant-based, plant-based as a part of a healthy, well-rounded diet that you have protein, animal source protein, like beef, chicken with your salad and your vegetables and whatever else you're eating. I actually, this kind of alludes into, I was listening to like a sound bit on Twitter the other day and they were talking about how it's interesting how in every other industry, like for example, the iPhone, like they didn't say in most industries, if you are coming out with the newer superior product, you just point out how your product is superior. You don't try and ban all of the other options. So they were like with an iPhone, you wouldn't be like, our iPhone is better and we're going to make it illegal um, or tax you to own the, I don't know, like whatever other, what are the the Android? Okay. I'm like, I don't even know what other phones exist. (laughs) Um, But yet when it comes to climate, everyone, like example, again, plant-based protein, beyond meat, it's trying to be like, ours is better. And we're going to do all these things so that you can't have the other. And I was like, that is so interesting to think about. Yes. Like let's ban animal agriculture. Uh-huh. I also, um, wa- I guess my last comment kind of on this that I was thinking was something else that is weird to me is that, or that I have noticed is it seems like all these beyond meats, McPlant, whatever it is, it is like a novelty. So you're like, oh, like, look, like McDonald's has the McPlant. I'm going to try it and like see what it tastes like. And that's it. Like it's like kind of like a one and done a little bit. That's what it feels like to me. I feel like it's like when you go to a steakhouse and you see something kind of exotic on the menu and you're like, oh, that's so cool. I'm going to try it. You try it. But the next time you come back to the restaurant, you want your like good old fashioned steak. You know, like the same with that. Like you see it on the menu, you're like, oh, something new. And then you're like, but I really just actually love the 10 piece chicken nuggets. And that's what I'm going to order 99% of the time I go there, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. And I think that's why they keep trying them and dropping them is because then it's it's once the novelty wears off, that's it. So. It could be. That could be like a marketing ploy. Yeah. But we'll continue. I, I want to continue to follow this because I'm interested to see how long it will be before Taco Bell, I don't know, I guess picks this up or drops it again. Yeah. Uh, we'll link to the, the four articles that we have. One's for Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King, and Sonic. So we'll link them in the show notes if you guys want to check them out. Um, okay. Our community recipe this week is from Emily Ponwith. Um, she shares online as that. Um, and she is a teacher turned farmer in Minnesota. She really shares about kind of cultivating community around agriculture learners. Um, and she is sharing with us roast beef sliders. So she says, looking for a flavorful dish to feed a crowd, serve as an appetizer, or simply enjoy with your family. Try these roast beef sliders. What I really liked is that you can prepare them. She, I did not know this when I made them, but you can prepare them up to two days ahead of serving and then store in the fridge until the time is right to cook them. Yeah. So I made these also and she had them as a field meal, but like we, we're not like a part of harvest. I'm just not a farm wife in that sense. Um, so I always make them when we go up to the lake and serve them like out on the lake and they are so good. They're made on like King, what are those called? Like King Hawaiian rolls. And I just have to say like King Hawaiian rolls are doing the most. Like those things are so good. (laughs) That is actually our (laughs) weekly obsession. (laughs) I know I should have those. I have two boxes. So I have 24 King Hawaiian rolls in my house right now. 
So I forgot you made these when we were down visiting you guys. Yes. They're my favorite to make out on the lake. And I was going to say, her recipe is amazing. It's the roast beef, like we said once. But I feel like you can change it up. Like, I've had times where I've had, like, leftover brisket. And so I've used her recipe, but, like, used a different meat. Like, something that I had in my fridge. So I feel like you can get really creative with, like, what you want to add to it. Like, change it up a little bit for what works for you. So check out her recipe. It's amazing. I also liked the one thing I really liked about her recipe too is I do feel like it was like easy to do um, and minimal ingredients, which is great because I will try and shop at like a bigger place once a month, but most of the time I'm sourcing from our local grocery store. And so I don't know, I feel like that's one thing you and I try and do with these recipes is like pick stuff that you can, a lot of us are rural. And so it's important that we're like not putting, you know, weird ingredients in all our recipes. Um, And so I (laughs) like that about Emily's too. Um, one other comment, I'll say like a little hack. She uses mayonnaise, but sometimes when we're going out on the lake or just like out in the heat, I get like nervous with keeping things cold with mayonnaise. So instead of mayonnaise, I'll use butter, um, because butter, you know, obviously can set it out on your counter and store it. So sometimes it makes me feel a little better using butter. if I know it's not going to be like kept super cold all day. So anyway, check Emily. We'll link the recipe in the show notes. You can check Emily out. Um, Again, she just shares under her name. It's Emily Ponwith, E-M-I-L-Y-P-O-N-W-I-T-H. And as always, if you guys have a recipe you want to share with us, please, please send it in. You can just send a screenshot or a link if you have a blog to our Elevate Ag page. And also with our industry news, um, it's been fun. People are starting to pick up on some stuff that they would want us to cover and they're kind of sending us that. And we really enjoy that too, because we want to talk about things you guys think is interesting or things that you see trending that we don't pick up on. So if you find any industry news that you would like us to talk about, please send that our way as well. And last but not least, if you enjoyed listening to today's episode, we hope you will rate and review us. It's the best way for other people to find us. We also want to see where you guys are listening. We love getting tagged in your stories. When you're listening, we get a lot of people that are out on like runs or walks on gravel, dirt roads. Like um, we'd love though I also love seeing the ones where people are doing laundry and listening to us or just doing all the things. So screenshot that you're listening, tag us in your stories, and we'll share it to our Instagram page. And we can't wait to see you guys. All right. We'll catch you next week.